When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey parents, Tim Wright here. As always, with our good friend, Dr. Michael Gurian, I'm coming to you from the Phoenix area of Arizona. Michael's coming to you from Spokane up in Washington. And we are really delighted to be with you once again. Uh, we've got a, a listener's question, and I, I know you're going to enjoy it because every question that you send to us is a, is a winning question with a lot of information that Michael's going to share with us and hopefully it'll be helpful for you. Uh, Michael, it's good to have you with us as always today. Mm, thank you. Great to be here. And, and uh, why don't you just uh, give a, a shout out to our good friends there at the Ford School. Yes, the Ford School in Tennessee, rural Tennessee, right on a river, beautiful facility, 55 acres. It's residential treatment for boys 14 to 17. So boys who are having significant issues, if you know one, let that family know about the Ford School um, because they work really well with that population, 14 to 17. Uh, it's residential. So for the boy stays there a month to two months. It's what they call short term. So a month to two months. And the staff is is great. And the boys, you know, really get a lot out of it because so much nature, so much adventure. So um, the Ford School is on our website, wonderofparenting.com, and you can click to them. You'll also find at that same uh, website, our other sponsor, and that's the the Center of Place of Hope. They are up in the Seattle area. They are, they do a lot of inpatient stuff, but uh, Greg Jantz writes a book a year and he deals with uh, normal everyday stuff that we all face and gives some really practical advice on how to handle things like anxiety, depression. And so you can learn more about them at wonderofparenting.com. Um, if you have questions for us, uh, go to wonderofparenting.com and there's a form there that you can fill out, and send questions to us. I am picking up a lot of questions now off of our Facebook group. That's on uh, Facebook. Just go to Wonder Parenting and, and um, hit join and I'll let you in. Some really good questions there. And of course, a lot of parents who chime in. And so mm. when I find a question where there's a lot of energy, um, then I uh, bring that to the podcast. This is coming to us from a longtime listener. He's been with us for over three and a half years. I'm just looking with, this is episode 189. Uh, and uh, so for those of you who maybe are new to the podcast, there are a lot of podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, they're evergreen, so they're always there. Uh, so you have 188 other podcasts you can listen to if this is your first one, all available for you. And we're grateful for our uh, new listeners, our longtime listeners. And so here's our question uh, for today. I'm struggling to connect with my oldest son, who is currently 11. His mother and I divorced almost six years ago now, after she had an affair with a woman who she is happily married to now. I have also since remarried and have a stepson, age seven, and a four-year-old daughter who live with me full-time. My son is with me weekly, seven days on, seven days off. He's referring to his 11-year-old. He compares his actions to his younger brothers. 
He bullies him to a degree and has started to isolate himself recently and focuses on his phone, which I was against him having in the first place. I was his Cub Scout leader since first grade, but now that he's in sixth grade, he has dropped scouts and doesn't want to participate. My ex-wife has no relationship with her father. And unfortunately, due to his criminal past, time with father is limited as well. I'm the only male role model my son has, and I feel like it's not enough. After all, I am parenting two other young kids 24-7 as well. I suggested to his mother that he start seeing a male therapist as his therapist, therapist since our divorce, is also a woman. I mean, no disrespect to women and believe deep in my heart that he is benefiting from these relationships. However, I also believe that he needs to be able to share men's issues with another man and have additional male influences, but have no idea where to start. He's not into sports either. Thank you in advance, long-time listener over three and a half years. Uh, Michael, there's a lot of stuff in there as always. And uh, so give us some initial insights. Yeah, I I really, you know, my heart goes out to uh, all these families all linked together, blending together. Uh, I, he, is, he has smartly hinted at or directly talked about some things. One is the device. Part of the the isolation is possible because he has the device, so he can go into his room, you know, and and relate or feel like he's relating to others via the device. But because he's not in proximity to those others, it's inferior. You know, it's called social media, but it's inferior socialization. Um, the bonding and the attachment with the others is not biologically as deep an experience, and that's why we we don't want kids thinking they're relating via their devices because it's, you know, 50% of relationship. It's not a hundred percent. So I think they got to get rid of the device. Uh, now it may be problematic in that he may have the device. If the father sets this rule, he'll have the device with the mom for seven days. But then when he comes to the dad's house, uh, you know, no device or it's titrated somehow it's, it's set up around other things. The second thing I would say is um, okay. So when he doesn't have the device, What's he going to do? And he, he says, you know, he's not into sports. But now at 11, he needs to, I think they need to get him into something. Uh, so not into sports is really general. He might be into something. Like he could maybe into karate. Or maybe he's not into team sports, but he could be into tennis. Or, um, you know, you name it. Something where he's getting a couple hours of exercise a day, at least an hour and a half of exercise a day, out in nature, uh, you know, the weather's good now, wherever people are good enough. And um, or he has to try a new sport. He says he doesn't like sports, but maybe he'll like soccer, try soccer, you know, something got to get something that's going to get him physical, that's going to get him socializing mm -hmm. with others. Um, and that is going to also give him access to the male mentors, uh, because the dad, again, I think is really smart in saying he he's 11. He needs to know what a man is. That's the big question he's asking in his heart and soul, even though he doesn't ask it verbally. Uh, he's studying everyone. And if he's not, if he's not studying men and trying to understand what a man is, then um, then there's an emptiness for him, you know. So we have to get him into things uh, like that. So I would say get rid of the device uh, at least for that week, and um, and look at getting him into sports or karate if he if he won't do team sports, something like that. Um, he also should be doing some service work. It's another way, mm. like through a church or through a community agency or you know. Um, of course, we don't know where this person lives, but 
But, you know, part of Cub Scouts, what was great about Cub Scouts is they kind of, they form a bond and they're serving each other. They're helping each other. There's a purpose. They're trying to get badges. So, um, so let's look for soup kitchens. Let's look for other ways and let's just be thinking service. You know, um, I would uptick also his chores. I mean, sacred work, like really get him. Okay. You're not on the device. So we're going to really need your help with this, this, and this, you know, you're getting more responsibility now. Um, and that's a really neat thing. And I'll do some of those things with you. Uh, uh, and, and then lastly, off the top of my head, let's say, although I did study this is the, um, is to, to look at the therapist. I think he's smart. And I think a lot of female therapists who have boys who are like eight, nine, 10 after divorce, a lot of them themselves will start saying as, as the boys are 11 and 12, they'll start saying, okay, I think it's time to look at a male therapist. And so it would be a neat conversation to have with this this female therapist who's obviously very good. He's right. It has nothing to do with that. She's a very good therapist. Uh, it's not about that. But um, it's about manhood and developing into a man and getting, and, and especially if the father's worried he's not getting enough male influence, then um, then I would look at that and I'd bring it up to the female therapist and, and uh, ask her for referrals. So those are the things that came to me initially. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, what do you make of the um, the, the bullying? Uh, he says he bullies his, this would be his stepbrother, I'm yeah. guessing. Sibling rivalry, um, yeah. So there's some sort of acting out going on there. Um, what, what kind of red flags does it raise for you or what does it maybe say about what's going on for that young man? Well, he's got, you know, I would think he's got resentment. Um, uh, it's very post-divorce is so complex and for each child. So this child could well, and of course folks have remarried. The divorce was six years ago. There's remarriage, but he could have resentment that, you know, that his father is having to, is fathering this stepson. And this 11-year-old may not even realize he feels resentment and, you know, and he wants the bond with his father, but then he's fighting against the bond with his father, right? Because he's he's resenting his father and he's resenting this other son. And it, the the daughter who's, who's um, you know, his, his stepsister, let's say, but it's his sister, she's so small. I mean, I wouldn't think he would do anything with her, right? But the resentment could come out to the seven-year-old um, stepson. So mm-hmm. I wonder about that. I also wonder, you know, if the seven-year-old is picking at him. I mean, there, there could be a dynamic there. And then he's he's bigger, he's smarter, the 11-year-old. And so he's bullying back. Um, but if it's bullying, right? Bullying is violence. We put that in the category of violence. So we don't know what this father means by bullying. But if it is in the category of violence, 
then, um, you know, then now we have, now we definitely take the device away, right? Now we have to go into the realm of, okay, that is absolutely not allowed. And, and we're going to reward and punishment here. So your device is taken away for a, a week and you'll get it back if, um, because if it is bullying and it is in the realm of violence, then they have to nip that in the bud now. They don't want that to be a pattern. Uh, they will have to get into the weeds, though, with this boy, and maybe in therapy, with this boy, the family will, on what is going on. Why is he picking on this seven-year-old? You know, What is the resentment? What is the anger? What is the pain? And try to get at it. To even though they'll make rules and they'll say you can't do it and here's the punishment, but I think they still will have to try to get at it, and it's going to have to do, I would guess, with some trauma response and some anger, et cetera, around the divorce. I think that's possible. Mm -hmm. I would I would start by attacking that if he were my client, and then see where it balloons to or blossoms to. Yeah, uh, you and I were raised um, on a TV show called The Brady Bunch, at least the mm -hmm. the reruns. That was a comedic, saccharine look at how families mm -hmm. blend. And in this case, there were two families that came together. Um, in this case, you've got a son who's who is sort of moving back and forth between two families. Um, and the the family where his dad is, his dad has two other children. Yep. And I wonder if 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 he feels a little bit like an outsider every seven days coming in, and he's got to sort of fit in to somebody else's family, versus hey, this is my family, and and everything sort of seamlessly works together. Uh, can that be one of the challenges for a young boy like this, who you know he's going through trauma as it is with mom and dad divorce, but then these two families and having to wear almost two different personalities, two different hats. I don't know because I've never had that experience, but I would imagine it can't be easy for him. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. I would, I would, as therapist, I would attack that, try to get at that to help him figure out this resentment because he, I would, I would say absolutely. He, he, it's like, it's like when um, someone is gone, a parent is gone for a long time, then the parent comes back into a family and the family is like, well, but I've, we figured our lives out without you, yeah, you know, right, right? right. Which is what you're getting at. And so yeah. it's same for the boy. The boy is gone for a week and he comes back. They figured out their lives without him. And that is uh, still, this is a good way to parent, you know, seven days on seven days off is, is really good. I mean, that's guy gets seven days with his dad. That's really good. Yep. But yeah, he's the outsider. And I would attack that as a therapist, really get at that to try to help him mm -hmm. to understand that he's not an outsider. Um, uh, you know, and get the dad involved in that. And, and even the mom involved in family therapy to be talking with him about, no, no, you know, you belong there. And to, to help with that, um, the isolation, part of why he isolates through the device is because he doesn't feel that he belongs in this family. Mm. And, you know, he probably doesn't feel the adoration. Like he's now very complex for his dad. So his dad is not adoring him the way that his dad adores the four-year-old would be my guess. And the dad loves his son just as much as the daughter. I know that, right. but, but, you know, if an 11 year old is constantly in your face and giving you trouble or pulling away, things are more difficult. So then that feeds on the kid's anger um, or his feelings of, of being isolated because the dad is more having to punish or discipline or, or whatever he's having to do. And 
and then he hides. So then the boy hides more in his device and, and it, it just becomes this isolating cycle. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I hope the therapist can attack that. How does dad manage this then when his son is with him for seven days? And he even says, you know, I've got two other kids um, that I'm parenting as well, 24 seven. What are some things dad can do to help his son assimilate into this new family dynamic, feel loved and valued? Um, it, it really does become, I would think, a challenge for him and even for dad's new wife. Um, how do you uh, manage to get yourself through all of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We don't even know, you know, is there what's going on in his relationship with his stepmom? And, you know, right. and uh, she, of course, has a daughter, a son, you know, from previous at seven and then a daughter with the father at four. And then so she the boy could have resentment toward her, you know. And uh, so so a few things that dad and that that family can do. I've, I've suggested a number already. I would look at mm-hmm. those because the more he's doing chores and sacred work, the more involved he is in the family. You know, the more he comes in, he helps the stepmom cook dinner. Instead of uh, texting, you know, on his device, the more he helps her cook dinner, the more bonded they become mm-hmm. um, or help dad cook dinner, you know, whatever that is, that division of labor. Um, the more he helps the seven and the four year old with homework, which can be sacred work, you know, um, you're going to spend time helping your younger siblings with homework. The more he does that, the more bonded he is. So uh, and the more bonded he is, the more he'll feel like he'll belong in this family. Uh, so I, that's why I think that's the key is to uptick these activities that he's going to do with the others and, um, and, and then, you know, just set a month or two months for this plan and, and take away the device or, or titrate the device a lot to make sure he does these things and get him involved in mentoring and nurturing these other kids and get him involved in helping, um, and, and then see two months from now where he's at. And then in terms of the, um, I would also say to try to ritualize, ritualize the bonding uh, between this this uh, father and his eleven year old. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they may do this already. Go at least once. The father just is with the eleven year old. You know, okay. they go to dinner once a week if that's logistically possible. Just the the biological father and the eleven year old, um, and then ritualize. Uh, you're going to help me barbecue. You know, you and I are going to be the barbecuers together. It could be a thousand things that fit that family, but you and I are going to do those together. And um, and then when you're about to leave at the end of the seven days, we have a ritual. You know, maybe we go get ice cream or or whatever it is that the boy loves to do uh, with the dad, and that's a ritual. And so if everyone's in town then you follow these rituals and these are bonding rituals that start out the seven days that end the seven days and that exist during the seven days. Mm -hmm. Good. I, I, that was a question I was going to ask, how does dad navigate his way during those seven days, uh, to let the son, his, his oldest son know, Hey, I still love you. You're still a part of my life and family. Uh, and at the same time, not, alienate uh, the other two kids during that week and say, oh, no, he's with his real son, so he likes him a lot more. Uh, And you've kind of addressed that a little bit. My second question was going to be, are there things that dad could be doing during the seven days the son's not there, not in a way that takes away from mom's time, Mm -hmm. but just to say, hey, I'm still connected to you the seven days you're not there? 
Yeah, they could, you know, they that they could communicate. Uh, I want I'm gonna check in with you. Uh this is very common when people have seven days on, seven days off, where a couple of the days or as many as the son wants, the the dad in this case is checking in by phone. You know, it's just a it's a quick burst, it's a five, 10 minute conversation every three or four days. That's a check-in, how you doing? I'm thinking of you. Uh, what was the highlight of your day? You know, so those check-in rituals can be really great um, uh, when, uh, you know, when on the seven days off or the seven days with the mom, that, that can be really great. And okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, as they, I also think that as they, as they, over the next couple months, let's say, they do some of these things, and the bond between father and son, you know, gets reestablished in really neat ways. It's it's possible that the son starts calling the dad once, you know, mm. and maybe the son already is. We don't know that, but would be calling the dad once. So like three months from now, maybe, you know, the dad says to the son, hey, could you call me once? You know, like I, I get sad when I don't talk to you. Can you call me, you know, and see what happens and see if maybe the son doesn't call him. Uh, see where this is in three months. But if if it's not there, the father can check in with him mm-hmm. and that check-in ritual will help. And if the father can get the son in sports where the father, you know, like maybe the father coaches it or maybe, uh, you know, the, the two moms are like, we're really busy. Hey, can you take him to practice? You know, and then the dad's getting even more time and he can always bring his seven and his four-year-old along. You know, there, that was, we did that with our kids. I'm sure you did that too. You know, you don't have to just have one kid. You have all your kids together and they play with something on the grass while the other kids playing soccer. I mean, that all, that all can happen. So, um, uh, so if they can get him off the device and get him into something else where the dad could be somewhat involved, then that can, that can combine with the mom's time, not in a way that impinges on the mom, but it's just organic. Um, the dad's available when the two moms are not. Mm-hmm. It's apparent from this question that this is a dad who wants to connect with his son. Mm-hmm. That's not the issue. Um, and and I think these these have been really helpful insights. What kinds of conversations should that dad be having with his new wife about assimilating their son in? Um, I well, I'm guessing they have had them. Uh, yes. I, those conversations, uh, you know, they sort of they're three conversations that have to be had. One is, let's talk from the point of view of this boy, your stepson, my biological. Let's talk together. What do you think is going on with him? What's your point of view? And what do we think is his point of view? So what is his point of view on all of this? Um, And the 
other conversation is, yeah, what's what's your point of view, her point of view? What do you need? Um, in what way is he not treating you, you know, well? Why do you think he's doing that? Is, you know, is he acting out against you? What's happening there? Could he be resentful of his mom, right? And mm. the two moms, you know, sometimes boys can be resentful of that, but they're projecting that onto the stepmom because the boy's not going to get mad at his own mom in the way he gets mad at the stepmom, right? So it's transference and there's projection. If she's feeling that, that's another conversation. The dad needs to hear that from her and her point of view. So now we have the son's point of view. They've talked about the mother's point of view. And then they have to have a conversation about the dad's point of view. And really, those are the three primary conversations. And you mm -hmm. just circle around these conversations because that's what everyone is doing anyway, right? The son is acting out of his point of view. I resent so-and-so. I'm unconsciously projecting, transferring all of this. The stepmom, overwhelmed, right? She's working. She's got these kids. Um, uh, she's got her point of view and the father has his point of view. And they have to, uh, now that the son is 11, of course, the adults have to talk you know, first, I mean, their, their point of view, they got to get that figured out. Mm -hmm. um, but all of this can be talked about with the 11 year old. Um, the 11 year old is getting smart enough. And if he's in therapy, which he is, then yeah. he has learned, he is learning about how to have these conversations and they can, you know, even the stepmom, they can get to a point where even the stepmom can say, okay, you just lashed out at me. It was unfair to me the way you just lashed out at me. I want you to be aware of that because mm. I love you and I care about you. You're my stepson. I care about you, but look at how you're lashing out at me, you know, and then that's a little pushback. And then the son stepson is going to have to go, huh? And he'll probably say, no, I'm not right. I mean, of course he's 11. That's what he's going to say. But then he goes into his room and he thinks about it. And to some extent, the father is going to need to facilitate that, that so that there's open communication between the stepmom and the, and her stepson, his biological so that that becomes a part of the family and the father is a biological father. So he would probably have to help. So he'll have to help the stepmom and he'll have to help the son mm -hmm. uh, to where they can get to the point where they recognize the pattern. And, um, and if that is going on and he is resenting and projecting resentment onto her and all of that, then like he is, it seems onto the seven-year-old, then um, you know, it sounds like a hard job for the dad. He's not a therapist. It sounds like mediating or facilitating. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and it is, but it's, but it can also be organic because he's yep. seeing it and he cares about both people. Uh, and again, it sounds like he's doing so many things, right? Uh, the therapy of course oh, yeah. is great. And, and just asking the question, are there conversations that he should be initiating with his ex-wife about their son? And if so, how do you go about that? Yeah, I, I think they probably talked about this. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, since they're doing seven days on, seven days off, they probably check in a lot. I hope they do. Uh, if they don't, then they ought to develop a ritual to check in. You know, where's, where is our boy developmentally? They, they don't give a name, but I'm going to call him Mike. Where is Mike developmentally? Um, what did you see this this last week? You know, and of course, if the mom, if there's animus and the mom doesn't want to talk to him, then this won't work. But if they, you know, if they have a cordial relationship, um, then I think this is a worthy conversation and it would be about the son. It's not going to be about them. They both remarried. Right. No more about that. It's going to be what do you what do you who did you see? 
and what should I be looking for? And then, you know, sometimes what will happen is the dad will say, and look, you know, here's how Mike is treating Cindy. I'm mm-hmm. going to call her Cindy. Here's how Mike is treating Cindy. This is what I'm seeing. And then she, the mom might say, well, I don't see that at all. There's no resentment in our house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then sometimes he's going to be able to tell from her tone of voice that in fact, there is stuff going on in that house. And some of that is bleeding over to his house. And so he he's going to maybe probe and ask his ex, okay, now are you sure? Because he he was saying this, or I'm noticing this, that he's coming here and this stuff's happening. And and when he goes to you, what happens when he comes leaves us and goes to you, you know, and and they they need need to develop a rhythm for that conversation. Uh, because if the son is, you know, isolating, not doing sports, not doing Cub Scouts, has this much anger, they have to both realize he's he's on a relatively difficult course. Yeah. That, you know, he's going to be 12. He's going to be 13. This resentment, this anger, this is going to keep going and mm-hmm. just balloon. So now is a great time for them to talk about yeah. this. Uh, it doesn't say here, but uh, it sounds like he may be a single child at his mom's house and then has siblings at his dad's house, mm. which yeah, you're right. creates some interesting dynamics. Doesn't say he might've been an only child. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he goes there to, with the two moms and it's like, everyone's doting on him. Right. Yeah. Right. He's the only yeah. one. And he goes here and there's three of them. And that's, and that's a great conversation for dad to have with him. Yeah. Okay. I get that that's different, but the assets here are, you've got these siblings, you know, and you can have fun with them. You don't have that at her house. So, you know, it is different. Let's admit that. Yeah. <laughs> but what's the asset of what we have? And get him involved in that. Well, again, I, I so appreciate the the dad asking this question. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you're asking those questions, that means that this is really important. And uh, that he had some good advice on our uh, Facebook page as well from people. So thank you so much for sending in that question. Michael, thank you so much for uh, spending some time answering those questions for us. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. And uh, we're going to be back with you again next week. Wonder of Parenting, a brain science approach to parenting. And again, if you haven't joined us on Facebook, we encourage you to do that. Go to Facebook and search Wonder of Parenting and we'll let you on in. And folks, I uh, hope you have a good week and we will see you next t- time. Thanks, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.